if I don't stop and think like where you're at or where your base of knowledge is, and I start communicating with you, assuming that you're at a different place or you don't have things that you start, you start missing, they start missing, misinterpreting things. And then you get frustrated and that's, that's the whole Rocky road, but it's just like having that base of knowledge and understanding of what it is that you're actually putting your attention to is, uh, is important. It's like, how do you convey that when you go into communicating with somebody? You're listening to Inside the Den, a podcast about connection and the human behind the community in the world of Web3 with your hosts, Jake and Dwayne. All right, what's up? We are two months into 2023, which is kind of, kind of wild how fast time goes. Did I ever tell you, did I ever tell you the, uh, I had a conversation with my dad one time about how, how time moves so quickly. And, um, you know how you're, you know, when you're a little kid and a year will go by and it feels like a long time, but then when you get in your adult years, a year feels like nothing. Did yep. I ever tell you the theory that we came to on that? No. Okay. I'll, I just, let me just, this is a good little icebreaker to get into the episode. So, <laughs> um, my health theory was the reason time moves a lot quicker as you get older is because you just take on more responsibilities. It's kind of like, you know, how like the process is the shortcut. And so I was going through that and. It's like, you know, when you're focused on the process, like all of a sudden, like the goal just kind of shows up, like, and you don't, it just happens a lot faster than you realize. And it's kind of like, you know, if you've been at work and you've just been really busy with work and all of a sudden you look up, you're like, oh my gosh, it's time to go home. It's already, you know, closing time. But if you're just staring at the clock and, you know, just time moves like a lot slower. So as you get older and you have kids and job and bills and like all these responsibilities, you're just, you're not looking at the clock as much because you're just so focused on and busy with the process. So that was my theory. My dad had a different um, theory, which I'd never thought about. And I thought this was cool. And he said, well, when you're just think about when you're 10 years old, well, one year is one 10th of your life. So it feels much more substantial for you at 10. When you're say 40, one year is one 40th of your life. So it's a lot, it's a lot less significant of of a range. So he's like, I think that's why time moves a lot quicker as you get older, because the significance of the time frame gets smaller and smaller and smaller as you get older. So anyway, little thought experiment for uh, kicking off the episode. <laughs> oh, Matt. No. Yeah. And just before we pressed record, we were like, okay, well, what are some topics that we can talk about this week that um, have been relevant in our last month of of uh, life, basically, and, and intention towards what we're doing was kind of one of the topics. Yeah. So, and then now you're talking about time and seeing that pass by so fast, like the the intention and awareness around everything that we're doing. Yeah, let's let's break let's just start discussing this, man, because I think it's pretty cool. Well, and it's you know tying back into this like whole concept of time you know you go through your day and and you if, if you're just stop, stopped and thought back it's like what did i do today what did i actually accomplish and where did my time actually go and uh we were talking about we had it such Dwayne. i think this is like hour five that we've been talking <laughs> today 
Yeah. It's, I don't know. Something like that. We've had a lot of conversation today. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the pregame, this is the, this is the, this is the Super Bowl right now for our conversation. <laughs> but, uh, but I know there was a lot of conversation around, uh, just, you know, between, I was talking about like, you go through your day and it's like, you're always putting on these different, different hats. It's like, I wake up like for me now, it's like my, my day has been, I go to bed really early now. I used to stay up and be a night owl, but now I'm getting to bed around eight or 9 PM and I'm waking up at four, four to five, which is still getting my sleep in. So it's not like it's, it's, I'm being unhealthy and not getting enough sleep. It's like, I get up four or five. And during that time frame from four to five, my kids get up around six 30. So I got like two and a half hours that's when I'm a student. That's when I put on my hat. I'm the role of a student. I'm doing my learning. I'm going through the TGA syllabus, do, you know, going through the journaling process. And when my kids get up, then now I'm a father, you know, I'm a husband, my, my wife's getting up and that's the role I'm putting on. Then they go to school. My wife goes to work. And now it's time for me to show up as a valuable person to somebody in society through my job or through what we're doing here with inside the den, whatever that thing is. And and then, you know, and then you're a friend and, and you go back, sometimes you just look back into your day and you're like, like, how could I, like, how could I, if I were to give this day a grade, you know, what would it be? Is this an A day? Did I have an A plus day or did I have a, or was it like a C or did I completely fail and just, just really failed throughout the day? And I think it all comes back to like your intention. And as you step into those roles and, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to be with my kids and family then I need to be with my kids and family and not blur the lines. This is something you brought up about blurring the lines between being like, cause it's just like, you could so easily, especially people who are entrepreneurial minded like us, like you can so easily blur those lines where you're always like in work mode. And when you're supposed to be present with your family, you're like also looking at your phone, checking messages, checking social, looking up, maybe, you know, the video or having the earbuds in listening to like some kind of an event and you should be like actually spending time with your family and you start blurring those lines. And, um, yeah. What do you think? Oh man. Like, yeah, this was such a big conversation day around, around those topics. Like it just started right this morning from the morning coffee chat. And then, and then we kind of jumped on a business call to plan our week and ended up talking for, well, I don't know how long about like, just how the business is developing and how that's blending into um, our home life and and how, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're doing, it fits in the work bucket, but it's also, um, but it's also not work to us, you know, like from, mm -hmm. from our point of view, a lot of the stuff that we're doing is just us in our third place, like connecting on these coffee chats just to talk about our week and our day and find out, you know, how everybody else is doing or, or, you know, discussing a specific problem that has no, like no, um, connection to our work. So, so in our minds, we're, we're splitting it in, in the work bucket. <laughs> and like you yeah. had that, you had that one comment about, you know, if you have like three or four different colors in a paint bucket, how they're all separate, but they're in the same bucket. Like, you know, yeah. to an entrepreneur, that's our life. Like we were just, it's all just in one bucket, even though it's family and work and, and third place and, and other activities, it's just still all in the same bucket. And we're able to split it apart inside that same bucket. But from somebody looking 
out like from the outside that doesn't understand that then then us having our earbuds in listening to information or something that is important to us that isn't really directly work related but the, to them looking at us and seeing that we have our earbuds in that yeah. looks like work <laughs> especially right. to our wife and kids right so um yeah. yeah we had a huge huge discussion today on on not blurring those lines and kind of defining what it looks like from their point of view um, even though in our minds we have it separated um what we're projecting to our kids and our wife and how that looks, you know, that's, that's a pretty big, it was a pretty big eye opener today. And there's a few things that we discussed and, and uh, a few situations that are coming up where we've got to break that down and be like, okay, so if we are looking at it from their point of view, then this is maybe how we should put it in the bucket. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it, we yeah. had a lot, of, we had a lot of progress today. I agree. It was, it was very productive. I mean, and it did, it started out the reason we've been on call so long and you brought it up is, is it started out in the, the wolf did we were in the morning coffee chat and Jeremy Bennett was in there and we were having some awesome conversation about being fathers and husbands and, and just how we show up in the world. And, and then that filtered into our, our business chat and here we are recording the podcast. And, um, you know, it's, I think communication, especially when it comes to how this is with your relationship with your family, with your kids and with your, your wife, your spouse, like you have to, you have to be very, you have to really have good, clear lines of communication with them. And this is where, um, you know, I was saying this earlier and this is just like, and for anybody listening, because I think, I think, I don't think we're the, I don't think we're alone in this. Oh no, we've, we've heard this from numerous people in the last little while. Like every time it's brought up where there's a, there's people going, Oh yeah, I'm experiencing that as well. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I, you know, and I'll tell you, you know, and and I'm by no means perfect in this. I still screw this up a lot. Um, But I will say where it has been helpful is uh, there's a lot of, you know, we're all over the world, you know, but, you know, specifically here in North America, you know, you've got the East coast and you got the West coast and mountain standard time and central standard time. And, you know, a lot of stuff is scheduled on Pacific time, which if it's 4 PM, you know, for me, that's 7 PM. Cause I'm on the East coast 7 PM for me is, you know, I'm working on getting my kids to bed and we're like starting the routine. So for me to show up to some of this stuff, I just can't, I can't be at I just can't be at everything, especially if it's like conflicting with that time of day. That's really sacred to being present with my family. And uh, so we were talking because we got like our guardian only calls are all uh-huh. every Monday. And for you, it's during supper time because you're yep. an hour behind me. And for me, it's like starting to get into the bedtime routine. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And yeah, so it's like, how so, do you communicate that? Well, so I'll, I'll just tell the listeners, you know, what I told you is, um, you know, it, throughout the last oh several months well ever since we launched this podcast i've been in constant communication with aaron about how it's going and what we're doing and how important it is and and so when the guardian only calls started happening on mondays at supper time i had to explain to her you know these are pretty important to me to be on live so maybe on mondays since it's the start of everybody's week and can be kind of chaotic you know the kids are back at school for the first day of the week and wife's back at work and so you know 
maybe on Mondays, we just have a relaxed supper time. We get everybody fed, but I can have my earbuds in listening. Um, I don't have to be at a sit down present family supper. Right. So, and, and we accepted that because kind of, I think the whole family needed that on Mondays. It was just like, okay, let's like ease into this week. Everybody could get home from work and school. And there's kind of a relaxed environment of just like making food and having supper and everybody can kind of, you know, you can either sit at the table or the Island or just, you know, it, we don't all have to sit down and enjoy a meal together. So, so just putting that in place on Mondays so I can in, like be present with the guardian call, you know, that was a big deal, but it had to be communicated because there was before we communicated that I would, you know, have an earbud in while I was making supper and then, you know, maybe go to sit down at the table with the family and, uh, and the calls ending up like still going on and I got an earbud in and, and, and that's just not cool. Right. (laughs) So, so yeah, it's that communication is such a huge uh, such a huge deal. And, um, so that's like, that's whole life communication, but even me and you, Jake, now that we've like integrated so much of our kind of, uh, business life together, like even our communication back and forth is, uh, is important. You know, there's, there's mm-hmm. so many different communication styles and environments that, uh, and they all need attention <laughs> is what I'm trying to say, I guess. You know, I want to add, I want to add on to, um, like the, especially when there are conflicting times between you've got an obligation because there's so much, there's so much out there. Like there's a lot of things that you could be part of just around this ecosystem, a lot of Twitter spaces and zoom calls. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot you can participate in. And the thing is you don't have to be involved in everything. And I think that's important for, and this is something that I want to bring up. This was also from our conversation earlier because we were talking about, there's like a, there's an event this evening, like everybody just went to uh, the in real life event in Arizona. And there was like, I think some, some really epic experiences, especially for the grandmaster collectors, they got to experience some stuff. And, and I think there's a, sounds like there might be a little inside baseball that could be shared from it. And and I know there's going to be a, a a chat in the amphitheater this evening in the Wolfton Amphitheater about it. And it's uh, right at 615, which is like right in the middle of dinner time and family time. And and, you know, you want you want to be part of it, but to be part of it, there's trade offs. Right. It's like, well, the trade off is I can't be present with my family and kids if I'm going to be present here yeah. and trying to be present in both places is not doesn't ever work no. <laughs> and usually the people who get upset or you're is, you're, you're going to get the stare from your wife like yeah. what are you doing like take your earbud out be here with us yeah and um so i was like something i remember we were talking about was really being um thoughtful about where you spend your time because like take this like yeah if i can make it if i can make this amphitheater event i'd love to be there um but is it it's like asking yourself, is this something that, uh, or I guess what's the benefit or how is this getting me closer to anything? Is there by being here, is this going to influence a decision? That's something I always ask myself. Yeah. Am I, it, it, for me to be at this event, is this going to influence a decision that is, that I'm going to make in my life? And then what, how, like, what priority is this, is, is this decision? Is this something like I might, this that is moving me closer me. and I'll need it to, and I need this decision to happen to move me closer. 
Well, yeah, but even like, like the degree of importance of it, you know, yep. is this, is this a small decision on, I'm, I need to make and I, I need to be here to, to make the small, or is this like a major decision? Wow. And this is extremely important because if that's the case, like there are going to be times where you might need to break the glass and is say, it time, hey, honey, is it, is it a time know? sensitive decision? Is it, you know, or, yep. can it, is, or is there going to be further announcements later that can, that can give me the clarity on that decision? Like, I don't yeah. need to, I don't need to make that decision today. <laughs> and yes. most, and most decisions are, most decisions are like that. Like you don't have well, to make it. I right think a hundred percent of them can usually wait. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So and, and for us being guardians, I mean, we already get the guardian only calls and you know, we're at the, we're at the top, you know, I guess there's dire wolves, but you know, we're going to get, you know, we're on calls that that's what the guardian only calls for. And that's, you know, that makes sense because, you know, heavily invested in this ecosystem, I want to know what's going on. I want to get, you know, the access to be able to ask questions and participate and be present on that every week to understand where things are moving. So, um, so it's, that's okay for once a week and it's nothing, it's not a problem to be like, Hey honey, like I'm going to, this is what's happening. This is Monday nights. And, you know, my wife told me, she's like, as long as as long as you you know, give me some some heads up and we can kind of plan around it because that's right during bedtime. I just want to make sure this isn't some rushed process where we're like rushing the kids to bed. Like, don't tell me at six thirty that you have a seven o'clock call. Yeah, and then we're and then because then I'm gonna I'm gonna get stressed out and and I've done that before. So uh, probably more times than I I'm proud to admit. <laughs> so it's, it's really about just, you know, but the communication's huge and, and being really good about proactively communicating with, um, whoever, I mean, this is not your wife. I think it's anybody, you know, oh, you yeah. should really just communicating with anyway. You, like you mentioned, even between you and I, like there's communication we need to make sure is, is in place. So we're, um, we're main, that's, that's, that's communication is that's, most of what a relationship is, is like how you communicate, whether it be friendships or marriage or with your kids, or whatever it is, you got to be, you got to communicate. One thing, uh, you know, one thing that we've learned through TGA and, and I wish, well, not wish, but, um, there's lots of factors that go into the communication, <laughs> like, um, mm -hmm. the dogmatic thinking and the adaptive problems and stuff that has been a big one for me that I've been trying to get Aaron to follow through on and just like go take a look at that module because because a lot of things are not black and white yes or no right or wrong <laughs> there's like multiple things that uh affect that situation that need to be considered um yep. and so I've been trying to kind of weave that into our communication and our conversations just to you know, show examples or, or bring it up that it's sometimes not just a, oh, yes, I won't do this or no, I won't do this. You know, like it's, mm -hmm. there, there is some other, other factors that make it more than just a yes or no. So that it's, it's tricky, but I guess the end thing is just keep communicating. I just, um, so this morning I did, uh, the Rocky road foundations. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, tap, tap, uh, tap, tap. Yeah. It's like, it's like understanding. So this is actually a good way to weave some, some, some TGA principle into what we're talking about, because, uh, I was listening to it and I wrote down my takeaways, did my six word update. 
and then I was driving to drop my van off to get the uh, oil changed. And I was, and then was like, Oh, you know, this is really about, cause sometimes I'll listen to something from these concepts and I'll immediately default like down in the weeds of like the technicalities of it. And, and then it takes me a little bit to like zoom out and like get the big, the bigger picture. And for some reason it hit me when I zoomed out as I was driving, it's like, Oh, this is really about community, like understanding where people are at when you're communicating with them. So um, it's like, if I'm having a conversation with somebody, if I don't stop and think like where you're at or where your base of knowledge is, and I start communicating with you, assuming that you're at a different place or you don't have things that you start, you start missing, they start missing, misinterpreting things. And then you get frustrated and that's, that's the whole Rocky road. So, you know, when it comes to like communicating with your, like we were talking earlier, it's like, it's like our wives have this way of just like putting anything you do into like the work bucket. Like if I'm, if I got my earbuds in and I'm listening to something, it's like, this goes into the work bucket. And uh, I remember I was, I, I've had to have these conversations with my wife. It's like, this is what I'm at. Like a lot of this is just working on myself, which is going to impact my work, of course, but it's also going to impact my relationship with you. It's going to impact my relationship with my kids and anybody that I'm around. I'm just going to be a better person. So, but like, but it's just like having that base of knowledge and understanding of what it is that you're actually putting your attention to is, uh, is important. It's like, how do you convey that when you go into communicating with somebody? Well, I think we, I think I personally assume Erin knows a lot more than she actually does. Like we live together. We spend, you know, the most amount of hours together. And I talk about this stuff like to her all the time. So I assume her base knowledge is is a lot higher in understanding of what I'm doing than she than she knows, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there's a there's a pretty big disconnect there. She, she she knows it, but she doesn't know all the dirty details that happen throughout the day that frame my perspective that I assume right. that she knows and hears. And so, <laughs> does she know how important these calls are? Does she know that this is you know, that I'm working on myself as well as building a business, you know? Yeah. Because she doesn't like she, I don't tell her every time I have an earbud in, whether it's a work call or a personal call, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, so I don't blame her for just putting it all in the work bucket because the majority of my time that's it's work related. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it all kind of drive, like, if you look at the core driver to it, it all kind of started with, you know, making money and some form of making money, whether it be through investing in the crypto space or, you know, doing this podcast that is not like linear to making money. It's not like we're, we're drawing a straight line here, but it's, it's nonlinear building, you know, that all kind of serves, it does serve a certain purpose there. But, you know, I, I just think of kind of going back to that whole concept of the bucket, you know, where, it's like I the reason so if you could just imagine for a second um I like to actually probably like the thing that makes the most sense in my head is a web versus like a bucket with paint in it the bucket of paint makes sense too but the web like the way my mind conceptualizes it makes a lot more sense where um a lot of people will draw like a straight line like you do something and that and you got to draw a straight line from the thing you're doing to some like direct outcome yeah. So I think of things in more of like a web. So what I mean by that is 
if you got a web and say you got like multiple points on that web. Now the web is all interconnected, but there might be a point that represents your business. There's a point that represents, you know, inside the den and this podcast, there's a point that represents your, your family, a point that represents you and all the things where you commit your energy in, in your life. And the reason it's a web is because what I do for my business impacts what we do here on inside of den. It also connects with, you know, but it's not in a straight line. It just kind of like routes through a path that gets there eventually in some path. And I don't know where that path is. I just know that somehow it'll eventually make its way over there. So yeah, when I am on these calls and I'm learning about how to be a better human, yeah, you could put that in the work bucket. You could also put that in the bucket of Jake being a better person. You could also put it in the bucket as a father. You could also put it in the bucket because it's a web and it's all interconnected. It's not just drawing a straight line where, oh, you're, you're listening on things that help you be a better person. It's obviously just must be for work. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it could be for that. It certainly will be. But that's how I think about building life is building it in a web where everything synergizes with everything. What I do for work can also help me be a better father. What I do as a father can also help me be a better husband. What I do as a husband can help me be a better friend. And like everything is interconnected and synergizes in some way. Does that makes sense. Is that, do you see that too? Or is that just my weird brain drawing pictures? <laughs> Either way, it was a good explanation because it it is it is interconnected. Like and I think that, you know, that goes back to playing our game and rigging the game and all this, all the things, man. Like if, if my business isn't interconnected with my life, then why isn't it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like why, why can't, like, why shouldn't all this stuff be interconnected and moving everything forward? Um, For most people, it's not though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, guess I think true. that's where it's hard for people to understand like the entrepreneurial mindset, because I think for most people, it's like, I think of my wife I mean, she's a dental nine, hygienist. nine to five, shut it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she gets off work. She is not like, I wonder how this cleaning I did earlier today, how that can help me with my relationship with my son. Like she's not making those connections. Like that's not, or it's not, it's not built that way. You know, it's not built to like, like as being doing things that are entrepreneurial or as a creator and, and design life designer, whatever you want to call it, everything you do, like, it's like somebody, I can't remember who had this quote. It's always, I always loved it. It's like you, you have to, before you can, it's something like this. I'm probably going to butcher it, but something like before you can achieve the thing that you want, you have to first become that person, you know, to achieve it. So it's like, if I want to, grow a business or if I want to be this type of, uh, if I want to have a business and I want it to be producing at this level, then I first need to become the person that can run a business that produces at that level. If I'm not like behaving in a way that is responsible and that has a skill and has the, the mindset and like all those things, then I'm never going to like, I have to be that per I have to become that person to be that person. I can't just be that person you know, at the, as the person I am today, you know, I have to become that person, which requires a lot of personal development. So to become that person and to produce that, that means I have to become a better person, which ends up filtering into becoming a better dad and becoming a better husband and becoming a better friend. So that's for like, that's like the entrepreneurial mindset that I love so much is because you have to become a better person 
to show up in your work. You can also apply that to nine to five work too, I think, but just people don't simply, people don't think about it. I don't think as much. It's not as common. Oh, definitely not. No, it's definitely not here to do my job and check out and go home. I've always like, even way back when I first started that first podcast, it was, uh, you know, it was called the imperfect parent and and as I was starting that podcast, I got into the internet marketing space of, you know, how to launch a podcast, how to market a podcast, how to, mm-hmm. you know, so I all of a sudden started going down the marketing avenue. And in that journey is where I kind of started really diving into the personal growth and the development and because it was just what entrepreneurs did, you know, they'd figured out their shit <laughs> or tried anyways. And yeah. And before that, I was, I was just a tradesman that was just working you know, well, I wasn't nine to five it was more crazier than that. But anyways, it, it was yeah. still, it was still just a job. And so there was no, uh, there was no personal growth aspect. Right. And, um, so it wasn't too long ago that I was actually on the side of not, you know, not relating everything into one bucket. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting conversation. Mm. Yeah, it is. And, uh, it's definitely been, you know, something that, and we'll, we'll continue oh, to, to really hey, explore this. Yeah. Dude, go for it. So, so is this what foundations has done to us? Like, is this, what, you know, as it got, like, I feel the clarity of, of all this has really come together in, um, the last, you know, six, seven months of just, um, yeah, this, the foundations has been powerful to figure a lot of this stuff out and, and be able to weave it all together with some clarity. <laughs> well, it's, um, I highly, you know, I was telling, saying this earlier and I'll, I'll share a little bit on the, the open loop learning journal thing that I've been doing as well, because oh yeah, and you might have a little this... announcement to co- do too. Oh yeah, I guess I should. Yeah. Cause this will be coming out. Yep. Oh, that, that's, thank you for saying that. Cause I didn't even think about it like that. Cause it hasn't came <laughs> out yet. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. This is the thing. So really good point, Dwayne. I love that you're talking about the foundation stuff. And this is something earlier, cause I started going back through, um, the guardian Academy syllabus. So for anybody who's curious about that, if you go to staywolfish.com forward slash syllabus, and you'll see this whole, everything's like, it's on our website. It's like broken out into the different, um, modules and lessons. It's all free excuse me, free, um, free educational content. Nick went, Nick went through and sequences out where it's all force multipliers. So when you start like the first lesson is uh, TGA, there's four or technically five foundational series. The first one is um, the shortcut talks about the process being the shortcut. And then it goes through and each thing is a force multiplier. So as you learn it and apply it, and everything will stack up and you'll start noticing this like huge shift in your behavior. It's talking about the foundational piece. So it's like, I really wanted to go through that, but actually apply that open loop learning model to the education. And, um, you know, it's like, we went through, we got this whole like syllabus and I was like, really want to actually really go through this thing and using this learning. So, so uh, the open loop learning method is I'll make this super short. I'll try not to be too exhausting here explaining it, but 
basically it's just it's just instead of like you know how we typically learn and you learn something or you consume the content you're like cool got it and then you like don't you close the book you close the loop and you move on to the next one you end up becoming this like content consumption machine and you're just consuming one thing after another after another and then you look back you're like if somebody was to ask you about a concept that you learn you would like kind of be able to talk about it but you haven't really like open loop is is creating space for perspective and i actually recorded this and there's a solo cast coming out that's talking about the announcement and um, some audio journal and i actually this is the thing that really came apparent to me with open loop learning is that the process like single loop learning is the process of acquiring information right that's all you're doing you're literally just acquiring information you listen to something here's information you acquire it Open loop learning is the process of acquiring wisdom because with open loop learning, you're actually weaving in observation and experience because there's application and observation in the process. It's like you consume a piece of content and you go, okay, let me think about this. Where have I seen the show up in reality? And you start creating what you do is you, that open loop is creating space for multiple perspectives and new perspectives to be built around the lesson you just learned and what that evolves into is wisdom over time. So it's like the thing that I started learning a few weeks ago, and we're noticing this too, just having these conversations because what we're doing is we're holding space for new perspective to enter in to the things that we're learning. So going through the open loop learning process has, um, has been incredibly valuable because that what I just talked about is actually the pursuit of acquiring wisdom We're single loop, which is what most people do. It's like how we were taught in school to do. It. It's like study for this test cram and come and just blurt out all the stuff that you just learned. You're just acquiring information. You're not really acquiring any wisdom around the things that you you've acquired or learned. And um, so <laughs> when you go through that, or when I started going through this and I'll just share a couple things about my results and then I'll, you know, I'll let people know about the podcast or whatever. But the, so I started like going through this and the first week I, um, the first, the first week after going through this, I noticed a lot of my brain, I had a lot of brain fog. It's like one of those things you didn't realize how much you had until you, it went away. I was like, wow, I can really like, my mind isn't struggling to find the words as much anymore. And I feel more like, it's just easier for me to pull thoughts together. So when you start seeing a reduction in brain fog, you know what I mean? Like, you know, where you're like, oh, trying yeah. to think, it's oh, yeah. Like, I don't really want to say it. And sometimes it still happens, but it was nowhere near as much. So a lot of my brain fog has been reduced. A lot of reduction in anxiety, right? When you're this content consumption machine and you're always like plugged in online, it, that actually leads to a lot of anxiety for me. So I've, if I don't know if anybody listened to this or like, gosh, I feel like Jake hasn't been as active on social. As <laughs> this is exactly why. It's because I've just, I'm just holding more space for wisdom and perspective to be created through open loop learning and uh, productivity increases. So it's just, I didn't realize that those would also be benefits of going through this process, but man, it's been, it had such an impact and I had already kind of been thinking about doing this and I had, you know, keeping the loop open. I was like, I really want to do an audio journal, just like me, just kind of doing entries in, in the pot. Cause I love podcasting. I love to talk. If you haven't, can't tell. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, I just, it's just my way of showing up. That's how I like to show up. So I wanted to do, um, 
So I'm doing, it's uh, called Journals of a Guardian. By this time, it should, it, it'll be out because it's actually releasing this Friday. And uh, it's just all of my, <clears throat> so everything, every podcast episode is a journal entry from each lesson I'm learning through the Guardian Academy. Um, there's a couple episodes sprinkled in there. One's called Your Journaling Process. Another one that actually recorded that after a, a TGA Guardian only call because that came up. I was like, man, I need to record this. It was like a seven minute episode. I was like, I just got to get this out because I want to make sure anybody listens to this. And then, um, and then I also have, um, for anybody that wants, I, I built like a little landing page. So if anybody wants to go through this journaling process, it's the process that I'm using personally for it, but, um, I'm encouraging people to kind of adopt their own. You can certainly use mine and I've got this landing page and I've got, you know, there's like an email opt-in. It'll give you copy. You can certainly go to also, uh, staywellfish.com forward slash syllabus. If you want to get one, it's just branded for that. So this is like a little bit, this is all, this is for if like, if you want to use this <clears throat> for that and also for like books or anything that you're learning, just using this learning process. And then um, thinking about just like opening up a Zoom room once a month for just like study groups, like anybody want to come in and just have like an open-ended, like, let's just talk about the stuff you're learning and you know, and just having people show up for it. And, uh, and, yeah, you know, uh, I'm, creating I'm actually, uh, I'm actually excited to hear this, uh, guardians of a, or journals of a guardian. Like I I've seen you, um, doing it inside our, in, inside our podcast host platform. I'm like, Oh, he's building something. And I yep. haven't listened to any of them intentionally until you launch it. Um, so I'm excited to, uh, to catch up and hear how it's been going because I've been seeing, I've been watching the progress. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the thing. Like now I've, I've been watching the progress and seeing the uh, improvements and adjustments that you've been making. So now to hear the thoughts behind that, why that all happened, uh, that's going to be pretty cool to me anyways. And, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's awesome. This podcast, I don't think it's an over the shoulder. I think it's more of a therapy session, Jake, but, <laughs> uh, no, it was good, man. Like, um, I think all this that we talk about and try and implement in our lives, both business and in the work bucket, then family and all that. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just so awesome to be able to talk about it and kind of use these principles and frameworks and tools that we've learned and just see how they produce results. <laughs> like, right. um, so the more that we can talk about, you know, how how that happens hopefully our listen listeners get something out of it because um we've heard quite a few comments inside the coffee chats and then and some of the other groups and voice channels of people experiencing the same feeling so um the more we yeah. can talk about it in the open and share our point of view hopefully it opens up more conversations on other people experiencing the same yeah i agree i think it was good and yeah definitely it's definitely kind of a day all day therapy like marathon of a therapy session going on today so yeah um, and we started yeah. uh, we started this episode off talking about time and <laughs> and, and then it just blurred that it uh, just weaved its way into what we created here so um yeah yeah, yeah it's it's cool to see man well i the, think the, um the days are mm -hmm. the days are long and the years are short <laughs> they are they are they go it goes by especially once you 
um, you know, having children and, and seeing how fast they grow up. It's like, Oh, you got to really like the, I'm constantly reminded to just slow down and smell the roses, especially with my kids, because there's going to be a day that comes where they're not going to be around and, you know, and, you know, it's, they're not going to be in the home and, uh, all the little things that used to annoy me, all the messes and, and, um, <clears throat> you know, fights in the bedroom. Cause I got two boys and they just fight like cats <laughs> and dogs sometimes. And then they're, and then they're the bestest of friends. And, um, you know, one day I'm going to miss that. So it's, it's just important to, to always create space to be present with your kids and with your, your family and your spouse. And, and, uh, you know, don't always blur those, don't blur those lines, you know, keep it, keep, keep that place of presence there for your family. And, you know, the work's never going to go anywhere. It's always going to be there the next day, but you know, it might be that the next day, you know, your kids are out of the house and, um, they, they're building their own families and you're not going to have that time anymore. I hope that, um, you know, the listeners, if you've made it this far, like go check in on our Twitter, um, when this episode launches and drop us some, if you have things that have worked for you in, in your life, like around time management or, you know, how you, how you make this all work. Um, I'd love to hear about it. Like other people's perspectives that, that could be an awesome thread on, on the six word updates and the other people's yeah. knowledge, like make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter, um, at inside the Dan pod. Yep. You got it inside the yep. Dan pod. Yeah. I almost had to think for a second on that one too. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I had to put, cause somebody else got inside the den. Yes. <laughs> and uh yeah always go check out staywolfish.com we always got new stuff coming out there these episodes are on there and the syllabus and the den events um that's always being updated so yeah sweet all right well on that note let's wrap it up and let's as always remember stay wolfish Ooh.